Mixta, what's happening? Well, mildly disappointed by our horse tasting paddle choices. Oh yes, we're not allowed to decide which beers we're allowed in our tasting paddle. No, we've got to be from one end of the uh, one end of the bar, pretty much. One end yep. of the bar, one end of the taps. Yep, versus the other. Six in a row. Yeah. Because it's too, it's too difficult and too time consuming. Too busy to, around dinner time. To choose ones that are not in that row. Now, Matt came down from head office panel. But the boss is sick today. Yeah. <laughs> but we will abide by the rules. So yes, I mean, what are you going to do if you're the employee and your boss says that you've got to do something dumb like that? I guess you just got to go ahead and do it. We well, sort of have to because one of them is new. Yeah. So uh, she was sort of learning as well. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. guess the and older, uh, more experienced employee probably wanted to set a good example. Yep. And it is just a bit of a strange thing um, to do, like if you want to taste things. Yeah. Matter. You want to taste the ones that you want to taste, mm. not, the, not the ones that someone tells you you want to taste. Because now I feel like we've got three duds and three yeah. pretty good ones. Yep. Yeah, exactly. So the good thing is that it's cheap here. Yeah, that is good. It's only $17 for the yep. tasting. Well, it used to be 15 and just put it up by $2. Yeah, you're right, And that doesn't, that doesn't cover them um, walking half a metre to move to the next to a tap that isn't in the exact sequence. No, it doesn't. Um, and... I guess that's quite good for anyone who is a struggling entrepreneur, of which we are not. Yeah. I'd happily throw an extra two dollars for them to move. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, a half a meter. Yeah. <laughs> to and pour what I want into my one hundred and fifty um, mil. And if I was the employee, I would just ignore that. Yes, so would I. I'm just totally ignore that. Yeah. But does that come with age though? Because both of those girls are quite young. Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But um. Yeah, but that's why. We, um. We avoid employment. Yeah, but that is why we avoid employment. I'm not doing a good, a, that good a job of at avoiding employment <laughs> at the moment. I'm overemployed at the moment, but I do try and avoid employment. Well, thankfully, at least one of us has avoided appoint, uh, employment for a year, which is quite nice. And we were talking about that, actually, that, you know, even when an organisation throws money at you, you realise it's actually just not worth it because it is time spent away from doing, from investing your time in your own business and actually moving that forward. Yeah, yeah, and you want to you want to do what you want to do, right? Yeah. Um, in, in my in my university days, it was a long time ago. Mm. Not so long ago for you. A long time ago for me. That's true, actually. I studied. Um, uh, what, what would you? Uh, Commerce. Mo motivation. So, uh, what was it called? Organisational psychology? Yeah, organi yeah. yeah, and motivation, something yeah. like that anyway. So yeah. That was a course. So that was really interesting, like money is a, pay is a big motivator, but not in the absence of the other more motivating factors. Like fulfilment and satisfaction? Yeah, yeah. So, if, so if those are there, then money will be the decision maker. Oh, yes. But if those aren't there, money doesn't matter. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh, who cares about the money if you have it's not unlike that other research, right? Where the people, people say, like, no, you know, the really rich people aren't necessarily the happiest people. Mm. You've got to get, you have your Manslow's hierarchy of needs met. Don't get any happier. You Don't just get, get any, richer. Yeah, you just get richer. Which I'm trying to figure out whether that would make you happier. At the time, like, in, in a moment it might. Yeah, I mean, if you had everything else, if you'd got everything else under control. Yeah, yeah, that's I true. Think, I, think it, I think it would. But then, of course... How much more 
Yeah. If you can't spend all your money. Yeah, that's true. I mean, there's plenty of things you could do with your money. Then. Feel, like pay a massive a tax bill. So yeah, I had yeah, one pay, of them. Yeah, pay the government. Yeah, pay the government. Yeah. So I had a massive tax bill. So they can ruin it for you. It absolutely ruined it for me. And then this time around, I think I got a refund. Oh, that's how my business goes. Mm -hmm. It sort of goes in that kind of those waves yep. of paying to the man, the big man, yep. and then they have to give me a little bit back because they overshoot what they think I'm going to earn mm -hmm. because of the way that I do my business. Yep. Oh, good. Anyway, so it's been a while. So the first thing we need to do is a, a heartfelt apology. Oh, yes, we'd like to apologise to our listener. Sorry, Ray. For, uh, and also I have another apology for Ray because he's, he's waiting for an email from me. Oh, Mate, you've been, been really slack about. What? So yeah, that is slack. He had a very detailed, good set of questions for me about using training talk. I half answered them. No. So sorry, right? I'm going to get on to that. That's interesting. Why would you do that? Um, because he, because there was a lot of detail, which is yeah. good. I'm not complaining about. Yeah, yeah. And I and he sent me a video, which is also good. Oh wow. So I have to, I have to. I watched the video yep. to give a proper answer. Yeah, yeah. So I gave an answer, a text-based answer, without having watched the detail and video. Is this your overemployment <laughs> playing factor? Oh, it is. I've just been... I, I have had a lot on. Mm -hmm. uh, but it's no excuse. Yeah. That should be one of the things. So, so anyway, anyway, apologies, uh, Ray. But, you know, so it was in July, the last time we recorded, not sure exactly what day. A lot has happened since then. Oh, yeah. When we were recorded last, we just actually did mostly a beer review. That's right, it was. Yeah. I remember that. They were and, good and, beers, and too. And a brief um, business update. That's right. Yeah. Well, we won't do a beer re review today because we've got so much other stuff and, to get through. And substandard beer, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. yeah. Half, half decent, half substandard because we wouldn't have chosen. Yeah. We would have, wouldn't have chosen the ones. No. Anyway. Not bitter, though. Yeah. Not bitter. Okay, so. So I've been to, um, I went to Samoa yes. for 10 days. Amazing. Just after we recorded last. Yep. So on a triathlon camp with Rob from Foot Traffic. It was fun. Uh, I was like, what was I? I was like, I was like, lots of things. You were like. Uh, was a helper. Executive assistant. Executive assistant. Slash dog's body. Driver. Driver. Nutritionist. Yes. Were you water boy? Water boy. Yeah. Yeah, mate. Motivator. Yeah. What about physio? Any of that? Uh, no, I didn't get to give anyone a massage. I didn't get to. <laughs> <laughs> That's a win, actually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, that would have been yeah. a win. Yeah. yeah. But no, I didn't get to do anything like that. But yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so um, it was really interesting. Had to be... Because I was looking after athletes on bikes, you know, in a foreign country, on on dod sometimes dodgy roads, but oh. some dodgy drivers. It's quite stressful being like driving and yeah. watching everyone and trying to keep an eye on everyone. But we got through it without anyone, without any major damage. We had a few little incidents. Yeah. Everyone survived. Amazing. Which is good. That's <clears> really <throat> good to hear. Yep. So uh, since one. Uh, Stu was racing Ironman Nice, so he's headed that race on the weekend. Oh, how did he run? I think well. Amazing. Yep. Yep. Don't know all of the details, but um, well. And then the, the girls will be racing in a couple of weeks in Kona. That is amazing. Yep. So you'll be there. So that, yeah, great. 
cultivate. It was a heat camp uh, to get people used to the, to the heat. Definitely yeah. hot. Yeah, yeah. Definitely hot and sticky. So did a bunch of training. Biggest day was about eight hours on the bike around Savai, which is one of the islands um, in Samoa, a bigger island. And then, yeah, so that was the most nerve-wracking day. We were just driving oh, around in the van. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, yeah, so that was cool. And then Rob and I, after the campers all went home, yep. we had our own little bit of fun. Yeah. We went to a surf camp and wasn't really sure what it was going to be like, but it was amazing. So, like an all-inclusive surf camp. So it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't expensive. You yeah. know, you wouldn't you wouldn't be. You know, you'd pay at a, at a decent resort. You'd pay the same amount probably. Yeah. But we got all meals included, accommodation, plus the surfing. Did the meals include like pancakes and? Yes, did have some pancakes. That's and good. different meal each day. Amazing. And they went to. The food in Samoa is not great, like, yeah. especially at the lower or mid to lower end resorts. Yeah. It's just like, I think they struggle to import stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, the, for a tropical island, the fruit and veg is pretty disappointing. But at our surf resort, they made a lot more effort to, to say that we had lots of different types of meals. So dinner was different. So everyone eat the same thing. Yeah, 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 nice. And so the, yeah, so the chef prepared the same thing for everyone. Yeah, cool. Um, which is cool because everyone sits around a big table. Yeah. So all those. So I think there was, like some nights there was eight of us, some nights there might have been 12, and some nights there might have been about six or something. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. yeah, so all the food. And then in the morning, uh, have, you can either have breakfast or uh, um, the boat basically goes out when a few people are ready to go out. Yeah which is about seven or eight yep. in the morning. So we, we're for the, so it's like little farlays uh, yes. uh, and we're down in the ri- down a river. Yeah. So farlays are on the river, overlooking the river deck and stuff, so cool. And then the boat, go and hop on the boat, like it's like one of those long tail boats or whatever. Yep. Jump on the boat and they take you out to the surf break. Yeah. So it's amazing. Like awesome surf break in the right conditions, and you're out there. There's no one surfing on it. Amazing. The only people that surf on it are the people who are staying at the resort. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it because it's um, shut off from other people, or is it just not accessible? Both, really. So yeah. they have, you know, a different perspective on ownership. Yeah. Over there, so the villagers own, you know, own yeah. in their own perspective. Yeah, yeah. They all agree. It's yeah. not like there's not like there's any controversy over it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The villages yeah. in the area own the yeah. water out in front of them. Yeah, yeah. So the uh, the owners of the land also own well, control the access to the break. Yeah. Plus, it's hard to get anyway. You need a boat and stuff yeah. like that. So people don't go to Samoa to surf on their own because it's just too difficult. So, yep. So we're out there. No one's surfing on it. Surf on it for an hour and a half or two hours. This is like a reef break. Yeah. The most challenging type of surf that I've ever surfed before. Oh, wow. Um, and everyone, the night before the first day, everyone was like, oh, man, it was so big yesterday. Oh, man, it was so heavy. And, yeah, and I yeah. Like, oh, no, <laughs> I am out of my league. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm over my head here. Yes. <clears throat> but then when we went out, I got, I got one. So they come in, 
It's like the, the wave comes and explodes on the reef. Mm. Like a reef, because a reef, reef breaks tickly. They come out of deep water. Yeah. And then so you don't see the waves coming like far, like on a, in New Zealand, you, they're mainly um, beach breaks. So you see the swell coming in, you'll see like sets of, you'll see four sets out to the ocean because it's slowly coming in. But a reef break just comes out of the deep water and then like throws itself onto the reef. So it's a lot, it's a different type of surfing. So it took a little while to get used to, but the first one I got was like a real easy, smaller, good one. So I got awesome. that for oh, a bit nice. of confidence. Yeah. But then got smashed heaps. And it's not like a, in New Zealand, <clears throat> if you imagine you go to a beach and you see all the waves just rolling in one yeah. after the other. So to get out to the where they break, you have to paddle out and duck dive under all the waves. A reef break typically breaks on the reef and then there's a channel. Mm. So you don't actually do any you don't have to do any duck diving. You just paddle out around the reef. Yeah. And you get out there, catch a wave and then paddle out around is it. Is it dangerous though? Like can you get is that where you cut your foot? Uh, yeah, that's where I cut my foot, but not because of the reef. Okay. No. I'll get to that. Yeah. And then um but then if you do get caught inside the breakers, you're basically on the reef. Okay. So it's not, so it's depending on what tide it is and what sort of break it is, could be more or less dangerous, but it wasn't too bad. But if you got caught there, it basically washes you past and over the reef, and then you have to paddle back all the way around again, which might be like 300 meters or something. Yeah. So that happened a few times. And because of the way the water just comes up and smashes against the reef, like it's real heavy, like you real feel you feel it more than like a beach break that sort of just tips over itself I and mean, yep. it isn't too bad. But anyway, for a few few days of that, on the last day, I just started to paddle into a wave and I kicked my foot down under my board and I kicked it onto my fin. Oh, oh. And on the first day, I'd, I'd, my fin had like uh, grinded over the reefs. And it had made it a bit sharp and yeah, yeah, yeah. jagged. Yeah. So that's the bit that got my foot. So I sliced my foot open, but it was the last day, luckily. It was actually like the last 20 minutes of the surf. Okay. So. Oh, that's good. So anyway, and then uh, we don't. So that was an awesome mm. trip. It was an awesome trip. I was actually thinking after the triathlon camp part of it, I'm like, I probably won't come back and, and do it again next year. I'll help Rob find someone else to help yeah. him. Just because I was like, oh, you know, it's all right, but yeah, you know, you need, um, you know, those people who are really good at being the support. Yeah, one hundred percent person, and they really yeah. care more about other people than they care yeah. about themselves. Yeah. Not me. No, <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> but then, I mean, I, 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 you know, I did a good job. I think everyone was yeah. was was pretty stoked with what they did because I did. I tried really hard. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, uh, but it's not. It doesn't come naturally to me. Yeah. And then after the surf trip, I'm like, oh, no, I'm coming. I'm coming just so I can do this at the end of it. Because okay. no, you do that bit that's hard and, and you're, uncomfortable about, you're yes. uncomfortable about it. Yeah. But then you do this other thing. Yeah, no, So I then it, it makes you value the first thing and then, you know, like, well. Yeah, I like it. This is just, a, this is just life. Yeah. So that was my um, summer trip. Mm. So I've got some business updates. Mm. Why don't you update us on your travels? Before, okay, before amazing. So, the uh, so very briefly, the first thing, of, the first place I went was Melbourne for a long COVID conference, which I could have just done in my house from my computer. 
And I say that because I love an in-person conference, mm. but it was not set up or designed to be really sort of networking or oh, engaging. Right. Um, the, like it was in the small room, at, well, you weren't at tables. I didn't know anyone. And so, and I didn't love it actually, but I did end up buying a Ninja Creamy over there. So I was very happy to be able to bring that back. This is an ice cream machine. So I've been having ice cream every day since I've been home. Um, and it's, you know, high protein, I think amazing. And then um, after the Melbourne trip, gosh. So, you know, not what yeah. I went to Wellington and reaffirmed how much I hate Wellington. Um, Cause I really do. I'm sorry, Wellingtonians. I just really do not like that city. Mm. And Melbourne is actually like Wellington as well. So maybe that was another reason why I didn't love Melbourne. Anyway, um, I then went to, Baz and I went to uh, Colorado for his 50th. Mm, amazing. That was such an amazing trip. So the first thing we did, we got Sky Couch on the way over. Oh, yes. So we could sleep. Yeah. Because, you know, that's, you sort of just need sleep. And like, right, let's just see, let's just do that. And then we arrive and we get to his friend Patty and Michelle's house just out of Boulder. And... Um, they, we arrived at about nine o'clock at night. It was Paddy's 50th birthday as well. So Paddy's Barry's friend from the UK and they moved, he moved over there oh. um, maybe 18 years ago or not only 16 years ago and has done really well. Like he's set up a business and he's run, he's, he's run this, the American branch of this like really big business. He's into sort of computery stuff as well. Mm. And, um, just got to comment because I think about this a bit. Yeah. You know when people say he's done really well. Yeah. So I sometimes wonder if people say that about me. Oh yeah, interesting. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah. I know yeah, they yeah. say it about you because I say it about you, and then other people say it about you, and then, oh, I wonder if people say that about me. I reckon they would, because people would look at the at the, despite what's going on in the inner mm. turmoil of your yeah, brain, yeah. yourself and your you've got a business, you run your own schedule. Yep. You surf during the day. You you do overseas travel. They don't know that you have a mortgage tree house, but you're more, you know like all yeah, of these yeah. things. Yeah. Uh, he's done. Well, like, I think people would yeah, say yeah. you do well. Yep. And then yeah. you just think about oh, I wonder if because I never think to myself, haven't I done well? Mm. Haven't I done well? Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't. I just. Well, you wouldn't. You're hard on yourself. I am. Yeah. yeah. I'm just like oh, fire out. So you said, so you shit out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like. Aren't we our own worst critic? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I guess, every, I think everyone's like that, surely, yeah. Yeah. Everyone must be like that. I mean, I would, yeah. <clears throat> I think it would be nice to just be content. Yeah. But then, maybe not. Like, once you get to contentment, then what, then what? what, what is there after that? I know, I'm not content. Like, no, no. I had periods of, remember my launch in May, and I was, or mm. June, and I was like, super disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know you can't. I don't. If you're content, then... It makes it pretty hard to keep moving forward. It does, but you'd find something to not be content about, even if everyone yeah, people no do reason that. to. Yeah, totally. People do that. Like, I know, I was actually chatting to my friend Anna, so so anyway, we spent... I'll get to that. We spent um, a few days just outside of Boulder. We went to the Red Rocks Amphitheatre for a con uh, concert, Dance Joy, mm -hmm. and about an hour into the show, because if you don't know the Red Rocks, is that outdoor amphitheatre. It's this amazing venue. And um, about an hour into the show, he got a message that it was a lightning storm coming and he had to shut down shop. So it was a short, and we were like, we couldn't see it, actually. We're like, really? Don't even believe it. 
But as soon as we were all filing out, the whole place was packed. The, he heard the thunder and it, like, the rain was coming. Um, our main reason for going to Colorado was to go running and drink beer and go camping. And we did full of that. And we did it in between Boulder and Silverton because our friend Anna, um, Anna Frost, the amazing New Zealand mountain runner, Ray will know Anna. I'm sure yeah. Ray and Anna are mates, actually. Um, and, and, we tra- and we camped along the way to Silverton from Boulder. It was about eight hours. And we, ran, we went to Estes Park and we ran at altitude there. It was amazing. And then we went to Leadville, which is, this, which is where this I think, iconic Leadville series is run. So you've got the 100-miler event. You've got a, I think you might even have a 100-mile mountain bike run. And it's just the whole city is designed for outdoorsy people looking to climb mountains. Yep. And the highest brewery in the world is in Leadville. It's called yeah. the Two Mile High oh, Brewery. Yeah. Yep. Got a beer from there. We, and we climbed, uh, we... I wonder if that affects the um, brewing process. I'm sure it does. Oh, it must. Yeah, totally. Like you should see all the bags of chips there. They're ready to pop at the supermarket. Oh. That, like, and, and everything, like yogurt, and like everything is just like oh, ready funny. to like burst. Funny, funny, funny. Um, but we did a 14 So um, we, so Leadville itself is at 3,000 metres. And we climbed up to the top, which is about four and a bit thousand metres of a mountain. That was our first 14 Went to Silverton and stayed with Anna and Braz and Skylar, who were our friends. And Skylar, yeah, yeah, I know. And so, Silverton is a town where there's one main street, and it's um, concreted or whatever they use. But then the rest of the streets are dirt streets, like an Concrete. old, yeah. an old oh. like, um, country town. Oh, really? That's yeah. so cool. It was really cool. And yeah. there is a, like there's a brewery every every single little town has a brewery, hand. Yeah. Every town, like you could spend a year in Colorado and not go around all the breweries. There are that many of them, and they all, almost all of them, have great beer. Um, so we just spent our days running, and then we um, hung out in the afternoon. It was great. Yeah, the whole thing was great. And mm. then we just arrived back on Sunday, and skipping back into the swing of things here with my fat loss 101 mindset to metabolism group. Mm. Back into work, and that's going extremely well. Smashing it. Yeah. Thousands of people. Thousands of people. Thousands of people coming. Yeah. Ones of thousands of people. Ones of thousands. One and a half of thousands of people. Yeah. So much better than last week, than May. Yeah, it's good. But I think it's time of year. Yeah, it's a good time of year. Yeah, I don't think, I think the next time I launch in May, I'll launch earlier in May when people are still thinking that it's nice and sunny out and they want to get in their bikini. Totally. Not because they want to get into their onesie yep. and egg boots. And this is their around. year. Yes. This is their year, just yes. like the Warriors. Yes. Oh, yeah, they've done well. Yeah. Not too much of the All Blacks, but hey, we'll see. Mm. We'll see what happens with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's excellent. Yeah. I'm happy to hear that you've been having a good time travelling around the world. Yeah. Well, I've just been here working. <laughs> One of us has her fun, Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> But I should not complain, as we were discussing earlier. Mm. I was complaining about my life, my terrible, terrible life. I should not be complaining about. Do you know, it's funny you say that, because I was doing a walk around my neighbourhood, to get the steps in, doing a blat, and thinking, how lucky am I to be able to do a blat on a Tuesday morning around my neighbourhood, 
with lots of other people are at work and I'm, mm. I'm at work but I'm at work at home. Yeah. That is a massive ball of chips. Oh, two bowls. They look like good ones too. Oh, you like they fat look, ones, well, don't I you? do, but actually they didn't look like bad skinny like, ones. Like fat chips. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, we could get some skinny chips. Who knows? Who knows what we might do? <laughs> We're the world just, is our I mean, oyster. You and I, we're just crazy like that. Yeah, we're crazy we'll like just that. Be like, oh man. Oh. Maybe some chips, chuck some mayonnaise on them. Yeah, good to Maybe go. Maybe some cheese. Well, we did. Maybe some curry sauce. Oh, stop it. Just go crazy. <laughs> just go crazy. Going on here. So, what about a business update from you, Ken? Right, so business update. So, let me consult my notes. Yeah. So, in summer. So, business wise, yeah. Not making a lot of progress. Doing a lot of work, mm -hmm. not seeing many results. Okay. Um, However, the work that you're not seeing results for, is it because the work you're doing isn't actually directly related to your business? There isn't. No. Oh, we should have got those oh, fries. Oh, they just. <laughs> why, are you, why, are you, why are you telling them we don't want fries? Well, imagine if we took oh, them. these free ones. Why? Was this from management because they, they, they feel didn't. bad about not letting us choose our own beer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, yes, yeah, so, but let's just not complain about that. No. No, we're just, so, so my, my attitude this week is I'm like, oh, just try and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah. Just try and enjoy what you're doing. Yeah, good. So, a couple of things is just trying to, Start more conversations with coaches awesome. about stuff. Yeah. Like in general as an approach. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of like trying to sell stuff. Yeah. So much. Just start some conversations with coaches. Coaches are good people. Mm -hmm. You know, which is why it's cool to be in the business. Start conversations with coaches. Um, so I've started a cold email sequence to try and start conversations with coaches. Yeah. So that's, that's how to... I'm trying to scale that, but then also just if I see a coach flying up to like my my embeddable calculators thing, yeah, or they sign up to my email marketing course for coaches, yeah, I just cool. send them a little email. Oh, good. To say, oh, I saw you sign up. Thanks for signing yeah. up. You know, how's it going? Yeah, cool. Or whatever, or just yeah. whatever I feel like typing at the same yeah. time. So someone signed up. So this takes me back to my my calculators so we were talking about this you months ago so yeah. i've created a whole bunch of endurance calculators heart rate calculators and stuff their coaches can embed on their website yeah nice. and as part of that experiment i created a page on my own website yeah which was uh how to calculate your heart rate zones oh cool so i put a whole lot of bits in it like there are five different methods of calculating your heart rate zones explained it all put the formula on it plus i put my heart rate calculator on there yeah. that uses all of those oh, different cool. methods. Yeah. Um, so that was like, an, just like, okay, I'll build these calculators. I'll just put this on my page. Yeah. And then I suggested to other coaches that they create similar pages. Yeah. For if someone searches for how to calculate your heart rate zones or whatever, you know, then you'll end up in the search results, get yeah. traffic to your website, yeah, and amazing. then they'll get in your audience, and then yeah. they might buy something at some point. Yeah, that's what it's all about. Yeah, exactly. Generating leads yeah. with stuff that's helpful. Yeah. Before trying to sell shit. Yeah. 
And um, so I created this page on my website and then I only noticed it out of chance. Slowly over the last like two months, my website traffic has started to grow. Yes, you sent me a growl. Yeah. So then I'm, where's all this coming from? Yeah. And then I, in my Google Analytics, I tracked it down to that page that I'd created as an mm. experiment. Mm -hmm. So now I'm getting like a hundred, and it's daily now, it's increasing daily. So yeah. depending on what your search term is, I might rank number one yeah. for how to calculate your heart rate zones. Awesome. Or if it's a slightly different term, I might be fifth or sixth or maybe even tenth or something. So I'm getting like, what am I getting? I'm getting about a thousand people a week. It's amazing, Ken. Coming to that page. That's so good. So that was the co coaching topic from last week. I'm like, how can I leverage this traffic? Yeah. So the problem is, not a problem, but that what we have to work with is that that's mostly athletes. Because mm -hmm. everything's mostly athletes, because yep. there's more athletes and coaches, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because if there's more coaches than athletes, yeah. then that wouldn't work, would it? Yeah. Um, so I'm like, okay, so how do we leverage this traffic that I'm getting? So as a starter, just put an opt-in up there. It's like, um, are you a coach? Do you want to add these calculators to your own website? Yeah, and nice. then funnel them into that same thing that I was just talking about. Yeah, cool. But then also, now I need to think about some other things, like maybe you could have a thing like, oh, um, you know, something about would you recommend, like, this training tool platform to your coach? Yeah, nice. Something like that. Share, yeah. share this with your coach. Yeah, yeah, Just yeah. something like that. Yeah, that, that that's actually great. Yeah. Shares, because that's, they'll look at the information they get and they go, oh, my coach will need to know this information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So leveraging the traffic that I'm not selling to, because I yeah. don't sell to athletes. yeah. Leveraging it to try and yeah. get attention from coaches. So I'm working Amazing. through that at the moment to figure, figure that sort of stuff out. Um, so that's that. And then the cold email is conversation starter. Yeah. So I've got a bunch of coaches' uh, emails. So I have this sequence I would have spoken about before. Yeah. These bots that go across the internet, looking at people's websites, finding people's details, adding them to my CRM. Yeah. This sounds like a little sneaky little yeah. like spy thing to do. But, but it's not. But it's not. It's business. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I'm getting my VA to double check everything to make sure it's right. Yeah. Put their social URLs and stuff. Yeah. And then they get pumped into my CRM. Then they get pumped into my cold email system. Yeah. Which I've just started again. Cool. So I used to have that running for a little bit, but yeah. I got put off because I got... Some people replied saying not interested or oh yeah or leave or stop sending me emails. It's like, dude, I sent you one email. Leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chill out. But anyway, you got to have a thick skin if you want to run a business. Yeah, you if you don't want to deal with this thing, then go and work for someone. Yeah. So you don't have to send a cold email. That's, yeah. that's my attitude at the moment. Good. It's not always cool to get cold emails, but you know you don't need to be rude. No. There's a real person at the other end of it. Yeah, I agree. So anyway. Um. So now I'm not trying to, so I never really tried to sell, sell anything. Most of the time I was promoting my content or something, but now yeah. I'm just trying to start a conversation. Cool. Yep. So then, um, so conversations are good. So when 
So this SEO calculator thing, someone subscribe um, subscribe to get the calculators on their website. And, and then so I thought, I'm going to send this guy an email. Yeah. I sent them an email. I'm like, hey, how's it going? I just saw that you subscribed to the calculators. I wanted to make sure you got the automated email that describes how you, how you actually get them on your site. Yeah. And then he replied. And he's oh, like, nice. uh, oh, yeah, thanks for this. I'm a high school running coach. Nice. I'm just trying to figure out how I should get my um, runners to calculate their heart rate zones given that they're teenagers or yeah. whatever. Do you have any advice on it? So now, of course, I need to, like, I want to go back to them and with some good advice. Yeah. I want to do some decent research so I can give them some good advice or say I'm not sure. Do you know whatever. who would know? Yeah. Make Rob. Yeah, ask Rob. Yeah. And, um... I can get, so I can go back to it. But yeah, that's the sort of conversation starter I want to yeah, be doing. So you just have conversations about coaches. And I won't try and sell this guy the software. I'll just be like, now he knows me. No, he'll I, get I this cake there on his website. And then there's so much value in, ha get... in having relationships with people that have, that you know will not be customers and will never be customers. You know, like mm. I just think that's yeah, just yeah, the people side yeah. of this. Yeah. And that's cool. Um, yeah. And then. Um, other than that, off to Arizona uh, in a month. Amazing. To the live event for my business coach. Yeah. Five of us are going to the the event that's run for people in the next level above us. Oh, is there a next level above you? Yeah. Wow. But we get to go because we're in the intermediary level. Yeah, cool. Where they're trying to get us up to that level. Aspirational. Yeah. So yep. we get to go. And we have our own table and stuff. Awesome. Because our coach is the COO of the yeah, whole yeah. business. So. Yeah. That's cool. Hiring a camper van, drive across the desert from LA to I love that. Phoenix. That is so cool. So that's going to be a bit of an adventure and yeah. fun. And then doing the event, driving back to Los Angeles, and then meeting Nikki in Hawaii for uh, a week or 10 days. Oh, that'll be days. great. So That'll be awesome. Yeah. Awesome. And then I always look forward to that. When the time comes, I'll be like, oh, I don't want to go. I'm too busy or blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then um, that'll be good. But you'll get over that. Yeah. That's awesome. Good. Yeah. So. Awesome, Ken. So I'm a day away from the end of my lead magnet, which has gone really well, as we, you and I were talking about. And then I'm into full launch mode for Monday's Matter September. Just scrape into September, actually, because the program starts at the end of September. Yeah, That's yeah. fine. Yeah. Um, and I'm feeling really positive about it. And not that I'm feeling positive I'll get all of these sign-ups and whatever. But actually I'm just feeling like I'm in a really good space of that. Like I'm not feeling like, oh my God, I'm so desperate or, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm just yeah, like yeah. really excited to do yeah. the yeah. selling stuff. Like I feel, I, yeah, I just feel really, I'm in a really good space with it. Probably in part because I'm running. Yeah, you know, yeah. like I think now that I'm back, back to my amazing, not my best, but I'm back to being as awesome as I used to be in my head. Yeah. I think that has such a flow-on effect to how you feel about everything. Yeah, it does, you know. But it's your, it's your, uh, the core of your being. It is, actually. It is. And, 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 you know, if for some reason you couldn't run, you could find something else. But Yeah. But if you can run, you don't need to find anything else. Yeah, yeah, yeah I've got running. Don't yeah, need yeah. it. Yeah. I know. And, um, and actually, do you know what comes up a lot in my memories? Because it's not that far away. But when we were in 
Manhattan. That's like just over a month away and we would have been in Manhattan last year. That's such a great trip. It was a good trip. And it makes me think we need to organise another yeah, yeah, another business trip. Business trip. Yeah. Something working. Yeah. So I really want to go to Europe next year. Do you? Oh, I see. No, no enthusiasm there from no, you. No, no. Do you know what? I see what you're doing there. I know, no. I really want to go. No way the Hudson will let me go without him. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, which which isn't it? No, no, which he is not a problem. So, but we're already going. Oh, yeah. So, so I'm going in June. Right, yep. So, yeah. Oh, we'll, yeah. See what, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Because I want to go to a couple of... There's two events that I want to go to. Mm-hmm. That are run by communities that I'm in. That... Uh, one is Microcon. Yeah. They have a US one, but they have a Europe one. I want to go to the Europe one. Yeah, amazing. And then there's one... And then the other one, they have theirs in Asia, in Bangkok. Ah, oh, oh, amazing. Mm. So I'd quite like to go to both of those at some point. I've never been to Asia. Not necessarily the same year, but it would be good to just... Yeah, yeah. There you go. And then I do want to go to North Africa. Morocco. Yeah. Probably. For the surfing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. I don't think I could convince you to go there, but... Uh, Probably not. But yeah, but that's cool. Yeah, amazing. Yep, so that's it. Travel dreams. Yeah. Dreams. Yeah. So I'm feeling quite motivated, the fact that it's mid-September already. Mm. And mm. everything's on the up. Yep, spring has sprung. Yeah, spring is sprung, basically. Definitely, definitely feel it. Yeah, yeah, it's Warmer, nice. Not yeah. wearing a jersey or a jacket. Yeah. Mm. Entered um, Boston. Oh. I put my registration in. Oh, cool. Find out within a week, hopefully. Oh, you get in. And, and we should. Yeah. So that'll be great. Mm. When is it? April 12th. April 12th. Yeah. Cool. All right. You can right. wind this bad boy up. Yeah, awesome, Ken. Okay. So. Yeah, oh. Yes. I think I almost finished all of those beers. Doubt it. No ways. Almost. Yeah, yeah, done. So we're going to be far more regular than what we were over the last six weeks. Mm. Yeah. Yeah.